0: go all right all right good morning everyone let me get myself situated here a little bit all right good morning welcome to the Sunday morning creative Q&A roundtable Jeff here with Sub Two Empire, and um, as always, if you are not a part of the community, I realized last time when I did this video that I um, I uploaded it to YouTube and and Facebook. Of course, that's after the fact. You can't really do, you can't really ask any questions or anything like that if you're um, if you're not a part of the actual live call. But um, <clears throat> well, one thing I forgot to mention or or didn't really have the forethought about was actually. For those of you that are watching on youtube or for those of you that are watching on um in the facebook group um there is no link there's no link to the to the private community where you can actually ask questions so uh if you just go to community.sub2empire.com and sign up there it's a private community um we're trying to pull everything off of uh, off of the off of big brother out of out of big brother's clutches uh here for uh for the foreseeable future, I mean, unless they change their policies on on uh, on the censorship and things like that, then then we're going to continue with the private community. Uh, apologize in advance. I just got done with a workout. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm kind of a big sweaty mess right now, to be honest with you. But uh, but anyway, let's get started. Today, I want to talk about um, I want to talk about pulling comps. You know, there's a lot of um, we have a lot of wholesalers in this group. We have a lot of, uh, you know, buyers that that maybe, maybe aren't the best. Maybe need some clarity on pulling comps, and so that's what I want to do this morning. Again, I hope this fan's not too loud. But I got to keep the fan on; I'm burning up. Uh, so let's talk about pulling comps today. What I want to do is I'm going to pull up a um, pull up a property I just closed on on Friday, and we're going to go ahead and jump in. Um, before we do that, let's talk about how we source our comps. Uh, many, many, many folks just don't have access to the MLS. Okay. So I realize that, um, you know, MLS access, if you're not an agent is tough to get, even if you are an agent, you know, uh, you know, sometimes. You know, maybe uh, maybe you're an inactive agent. Maybe you've got your uh, your license in, inactive right now. Um, so we can talk about a couple of alternative sources. Everyone talks about Zillow. Um, obviously, Zillow is going to be probably the very bottom of the list as far as pulling comps, uh, and it also depends on, upon you know, are you in a disclosure state or a non-disclosure state? Because if you're in a non-disclosure state, a lot of those sales are not going to be obviously disclosed to the public. So it's going to be really tough to pull comps. So Zillow is not going to do you a whole lot of good if you're in a non-disclosure state. You really, really need access to MLS comps. Probably the um, the next source of comps in order, you know, a step up from Zillow, is going to be your prop streams, your you know whatever whatever other property data. Uh, there's property radar. Uh, it's a really great tool. I, I found that uh, in my neck of the woods, property radar did not have as accurate comps as as uh, prop stream did, um, but they had more. Um, they just had more available. Uh, also. Um, you know, and by the way, PropStream and Property Radar—they they, kind of go hand in hand. I mean, they're just they're neck and neck with their with their data. Uh, it's not—you um, know—PropStream had that issue with uh, with MLS data. They finally got that sorted out. But I was in there looking just the other day, and quite honestly, it's still pretty lame. <laughs> you know, tired data. My vote, of course, is always going to be that if you expect to if you expect to be a real estate investor or a wholesaler, and that's going to be your chosen profession, then it's probably time to act like a professional and actually go out and get MLS data. It's the only—it's the only place in this country that you can find data um, that is number one accurate, timely. Um, you know, you're seeing this data in real time. When it comes to the MLS, you know, agents are required to uh, the agents are required to update that data, uh, liquidy split. You know, they can be fined if they don't. So, uh, the data is extremely accurate, and quite honestly, I always tell people this: the MLS, whether you like it or not, is the market. That's where ninety-five percent of all deals across this country happen, and you know, maybe not deals for investors, although. You know, we, we're certainly not afraid to work with agents, um, but 95% of all the deals that happen in this country happen on the MLS. So, um, if you're going to be if you're going to be pulling comps, make it a goal to to strive towards is get MLS comps any way you can. You can go out and talk to, uh, you know, if you have a, a buddy or a friend or maybe even some some folks in the uh, in the Facebook investor groups or something like that. Get get to know get to know an agent. If you don't have your license yourself, get to know someone that was that is happy to pull comps for you, um, because quite frankly, you could also turn around and give them your business. You know, if they can give you accurate comps, and maybe you, you maybe you find a, a property that you can uh, you can get under contract and uh, turn a good profit on, maybe you're going to flip that property. Well, now they can they can get your business. So uh, make it a uh, make it a valuable. Uh, exchange between the two and uh, get MLS comps. That's just all there is to it. That's that's where you get good data from. So um, let's stop the nonsense of of, uh, relying on these unreliable sources, and uh, let's just go get MLS data. It's just the best way to do it. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen right now uh, and give you some criteria for pulling accurate comps. So without further ado, let me pull this up here. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to try and blow this up as well. All right, here we are. So I'm in the St. Louis uh, market and, uh, quite honestly, most MLSs are going to look like this anyway. This is a, this is from Maris. This is the mid America, um, regional information system. Um, you're going to have, a very, very similar, at least very similar, may not, the format the format may not look like this, although most of them do, uh, you're going to have a very, you're going to have very similar search options available to you. So uh, let me just make sure that you can see my screen here. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to pull comps on a uh, property that we closed on, on, on uh, last Friday. And that would have been the 15th and so what i like to do is i like to get i like to have a really really nice tight group um a lot of people out there will go out and and what they'll do is they will um they will search they'll try they'll try and find comps outside of an area uh, maybe that you might be you might be pushing it a little bit if you can find comps the tighter the, the tighter the, the pattern uh, of your comparables that you pull are uh the greater number one the, the better the offer you can make uh the more accurate offer you can make and you know i, I just fear like if if you go outside of say a quarter mile or if you start outside of a quarter mile if you start at a half mile let's say um that half mile i mean that's for here here in st louis a half mile it's a it's a it's mass. Like it's, that's a massive difference. Uh, We are very street to street here. Uh, So, I mean, you could be on one street and have comps at, you know, 350, 400,000, two streets over, it could be a complete, uh, you know, completely abandoned block. So uh, we like to keep them super, super tight, as tight as we possibly can. If we can't find accurate comps within a quarter mile, then we might think about either one expanding our, our uh, our geographical area or number two we will instead of going six months out because that's where we like to start we like to start back 180 days uh, instead of instead of going 180 days back we might expand that to 270 days we might go, might go back nine months so let's um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and pull the comps here what I like to do is I like you to get three actives. I like to get three active listings. That gives me an idea about what things are priced at today. I like to get three active under contract, which is right here. Um, and what that's gonna do is it's gonna, gonna tell us, although we don't know what the offers were, we can see what it was listed at. We can see what a particular property was listed at or one of our comparables. And we can then base our, we can get just a much better idea about what we're actually looking at in the subject property. And then what I like to do is I like to go closed and I start back, I'm gonna go 180 days back. All right, so I'm going six months back. There is a little caveat to this. Um, So this is July, 2022. Last year, we had the craziest market that I think we've, since I've been doing this, certainly since I've been doing this, uh, that we've seen. And so what we were doing, we were pulling comps that are 180 days back and we were, we were losing out on all these deals. And that's because the market was so crazy hot that it didn't make sense to go back, uh, you know, six months. In fact, what we ended up doing is what we, we ended up not, not um, selecting, not optioning to look at the closed deals at all. We just looked at what was active. And what was active under contract, because it was so hot it was, everything was moving so fast that we were able to uh, to base our comps off of off of the active listings. So if you have a market like that, uh, where it's a a true seller's market uh, and things are moving fast, I can tell you right now, for example, I just looked uh, I was looking in an area here in St. Louis last week. We have less we, to, still, even though interest rates at this point are. Uh, have taken a bump. They have uh, they have been bumped up. We're looking at five and a half to six percent. Uh, we still have a a crazy low inventory of properties available in my area. We have less. We have about 21 days worth of inventory, uh, in really any any kind of given area, any given municipality in the area that I'm in. So it's still extremely low. So start with 180 days. Um, unless you're in this stupid crazy hot market uh, you might be better off if you can pull if you can pull active and active under contract currently and you can see that things are just you know that these properties just flying off the shelves you might opt to not use closed comps at all so anyway let me move forward here we've got uh, these are the three that i really like to pull on occasion if i want to see if i if i have an area that doesn't necessarily have a lot of uh, a lot of closed comparables, meaning, you know, zero to six months back, um, I will, I will select expireds. And I just want to make sure that the area that I'm looking in, that there aren't a ton of expired listings. That's not the case here. I can assure you, um, not, not where this particular property is that we're going to come. I know that for a fact, uh, kind of did a little bit of this homework before we jumped on this or before I jumped on this, but, uh, so very, very, uh, 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 you know, base, criteria that I'm looking for. I'm looking for actives, actives under contract, and closed go back uh, six months, 180 days. I don't want to be comparing, if I look at property type here, I obviously don't want to uh, be comparing single families with uh, condos or anything like that, and certainly not new construction. This house, the the subject house that we're looking at today, uh, was built, I believe, in 1973, so it wouldn't make sense to to compare it to new construction. So I'm just going to choose residential. Uh, the style I'm not so concerned about unless we have um, unless our comps are kind of all over the place and we've got a massive amount of, of comparables, then I will go back and I will uh, I will select the style, you know and start I start narrowing down my criteria. And style description I really I, I never really choose anything from that. Um, I like to start. As you can see here, I like to start within a quarter mile. Like I said, we want a really, really tight, tight group, as tight as we can possibly get it. Uh, If you can have, you know, four or five comps um, maybe that are closed within that quarter mile, then you've got a really, really, um, you know, you've got some really good information there. Uh, I am in Missouri, so this MLS actually stretches over to to the Illinois side of the river or yeah, we we border Illinois, uh, so make sure make sure that you're as as close as to as close to uh, this property as you possibly can. That's that's basically what I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sur- sum, sum up this explanation. Make sure you're as tight as you can possibly get it. Uh, we will worry about. Um, I know in particular in this area a lot of these houses. These are very very cookie cutter types of uh, uh, it's a very cookie cutter type of area. So I don't, unless I really, really need to, I don't really care so much right now about the total number of bedrooms, square footage. You know, like I said, these houses are where this particular area is, is very cookie cutter. If that's not the case for you, when you go out and, and, um, and pull these comps, go ahead and put in the um, matching beds and baths, you know, the, the homes that you are, or the property you're comping, if it's a 3-2, you're gonna to wanna to go out and pull uh, pull just properties with three bedrooms, two baths. All right, square footage. Uh, we generally, we have a lot of basements here. And so a lot of times people will finish basements and those finished basements uh, can count towards t- living area. Um, we can even have basements in, I'm sorry, we can even have bedrooms in the basements if we have uh, what's called an egress window. If we have a window that's a certain size that uh, that meets code, we can have a bedroom in the basement as long as it has a closet in it and we're good to go. Uh, so, <clears throat> but in general, um, if you don't have a basement, obviously you may not even, I mean, you may have, um, you may have another living area like a, uh, like a three season room or something like that. We only concentrate on above ground square footage. So square footage that is uh, ground level and up. So if it's a two story house, you count the first floor and the second floor. Uh, I'm not gonna do that um, right now uh, in this one, because like I said, these are very cookie cookie cutter homes. The general rule for um, what you're looking for here is you are looking for plus or minus, no more than 300 square feet, generally speaking. If you've got a a, just a massive house that's 3,500 square feet. A few hundred square feet is not going to make that much of a difference. You might be able to bump that up, or, or, uh, or even lower that a little bit. Um, but in general, 300, right around 300 square feet um, for your your run-of-the-mill kind of cookie-cutter uh, three-bed, two-bath, two-bath ranch-style home. You want to be within uh, a few hundred square feet plus or minus. So let me go ahead and plug in the uh, address here. It'll drive. There we go. All right. If I look down here, I see I have five matches. Let's go out. Let's look at the individual results here. All right. So we look in this column. We can see we have one active and we have four solds. Uh, we don't have any that are active under contract here so depending on how you like to look at this i'm a visual i'm a visual person so i really like to look at the map so i'll click on the map here and i want to get an idea about how far out these comps are actually sitting right uh, had a little interruption there and i can see that these are this is a very nice tight group Obviously, the red ones here are our sold comps, and then the green one, uh, the green one, the sole green one down here is our active comp. So, to me, this is a this is this is really all the data that I need. There's enough information here um, that I can make a pretty accurate assumption about what the subject property is going to be worth. But I want to go back to the results here, and I really want to line up. Uh, first of all, I want to look. I like to sort by distance because the closer it is to the to the subject property, uh, the the better the uh, overall data is going to be. The better idea you can get about what the property is actually worth. So, if I sort by distance, I can see 0.1 miles away, 0.1 mile away. Uh, I have this this property that just sold. Status update was. Um, it sold on 4-6, which is a you know April 6 2022 that's only uh, it's only a few months ago so that is going to be a a a uh, property that's really really close to my property now here's the difference though if we follow this line over we can see that this was a four bed two bath all right um, let me pull up the data on this property and on um, just so we have something to compare about compare with uh, there we go. You can't see this screen. I'm just kind of looking at, uh, let me, and the bet, by the way, the best place to look this information up is not Zillow. It is the county recorder's. I mean, it's the, it's the, uh, county assessor's office, the tax assessor. That's the best place to get this data from. So that's where I'm going to go here. Give me just one quick second property address. Okay, now, let me go ahead and I will share this, maybe I can't. I'm going to stop sharing this one and I'm going to share a separate screen. Okay, let me make sure you can see that. Yes, you can see that this up just a little bit okay so I went out to uh, the county assessor's office this is the uh, this is the property search page looked up this property and then um, if I go down what I'm looking for is the <clears throat> I want beds beds, square footage that's what I need I need direct comparisons with with uh, from my subject property with the comps that i'm pulling so i can see now remember we talked about above grade and below grade Um, this this particular property has a a uh, a rec room a recreational room and it is above grade so i'm actually going to count that in this uh in this particular um, comp we can see that the it's a a rather small house on the surface it's 1080 square feet but with the addition of this 360 foot, uh, rec room, it's livable area. It's above grade. So I'm going to count it. Um, we have almost 1400 square feet here. We have over 1400 square feet. Uh, uh-oh, hold on. Okay, we have 1440 is where we're at. Sorry guys. I it's too early for me to do math uh, in my head. Um, so we've got 1440 square feet. Now, um, let me go back to the MLS and share that screen. Let's make sure we can see this one. And again, am I? I am. Okay. So, remember we said our square footage plus or minus 300 square feet max in either direction. We can see that this property that I was talking about before, it's the one closest to my subject property that I just purchased. Uh, We can see that that comp 217.3 is what it sold for, but it's a four bed, two bath. Square footage is not that big of a deal because we are within the 300 square foot uh, 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 criteria. But they do have an extra ba- uh, bedroom there, so that's a that's a huge value in this area. Um, so what we want to do then is let's go down and let's look at the three beds. Since these are this is such a tight group, I can really kind of take my pick here. Um, I can see that this this home right here, this bottom one, this forty three ninety eight Vandals Drive. Um, is a three-three. It's got three bathrooms. It's probably got a finished basement, so they're probably counting that. They've got uh, above-ground square footage at 1410, very very comparable to what we have. This property just sold for 224.9. Now they do have an extra bathroom, which is a huge benefit, um, but it is not necessarily uh, it's not necessarily that useful to us. Nevertheless, it sold for 225,000. So um, I can tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to take, I'm going to take this comp on the top, this comp on the bottom, and I'm going to take the, uh, this is actually this one right here, this Remus drive. Uh, if we look at it, we can see that in fact, that I think there's only two pictures. This home was sold to an investor. Okay. So this home was purchased by an investor for 134,000. So I'm not going to count that one because uh, I'm looking at what my, I'm trying to figure out what my ARV is on this thing. So if I take the, um, if I take this bottom comp, which is uh, very, very similar in beds, bath, square footage, if I take this three, two right here, three bed, two bath, comparable in square footage, but sold for a little bit less, uh, I would imagine that this one probably needs a little bit of work Yeah, see, it's kind of it's dated for sure. It's definitely dated, uh, but this is the exact floor plan. Exact floor plan is the is the property that we just purchased. Uh, but it is dated, so so you can see why it sold for 186. Nevertheless, I'm going to take that. Case, if I'm going to use, I'm going to use this one, this comp for 186. I'm going to use it for the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, uh, you know, we we get in, we f- we fix this home up. Uh, whatever we're going to do with it, or our buyer, if we're going to wholesale, it's going to fix that home up. Worst case scenario is they can sell it for $186,000. right. We know we're going to do a better finish than that. We know we're going to be able to sell this property for more than that, but we're still going to count it. So what we're going to do is we are going to come in, use our closest possible comps. That's this bottom one at 225, 224.9. We're going to use this three two very comparable um in square footage three beds two baths at 186 and i'm also going to use this top one which is a four two um 217 so different ways that you can do this you can do this on uh price per square foot Uh, i kind of do this more i have a i have this this kind of this philosophy of you know, there's, there's a, there's one thing that I do to, um, you know, if I go in and rehab a house, obviously it's going to, uh, it's going to uh, improve the neighborhood. It's gonna, it's gonna help the the neighbors. Um, But there's definitely one thing that I do that um, may be a little controversial. And that is, I I love to be competitive, competitively priced with my, with my properties. I mean, I, I'm almost always going to be the um, I'm always going to try and do the best rehabs I can possibly do if I'm going to rehab it. Uh, or, you know, I would be also speaking of your buyer, you know, expect that of your buyer if you're a wholesaler. Uh, you want the best rehab, but you, you want to price that thing where it's going to move off. It's going to just going to fly off the shelf super quick. So um, I would probably price this property. I would uh, put an ARV of my property, subject property, uh, I'm gonna price it at about 209 because uh, we do not have, uh, by the way, if we take a look at this one, we've got a two car garage on this property. We have got a two car garage on on this subject property, on this comp and on the one that is not, uh, updated. Nevertheless, it has a two-car garage as well. Well, guess what? Ours does not have a two-car garage. It's only got a, a single-car garage. So, I feel pretty comfortable knowing that if I if I put the put the time and energy and make this a a really nice property, I know that I can probably sell that thing for right around two hundred nine. I think that's where we're going to that's where we're going to uh, list it at. Uh, we will not take any less than than two hundred for it. Uh, but I think it's a, it's a fair price. It's a competitive price. And, um, you know, I think we'll have no problem selling this house, particularly because, you know, there's such a shortage of houses, uh, still to this, to, you know, to this day, uh, it's, it's July of 2022. So that is how we are going to, uh, to pull comps. Um, like I said, you, you really, really want MLS data, as much MLS data as you can possibly get. If you have to have, uh, you know, if you have to take somebody, if you're serious about buying a property um, and you have to take someone to lunch to pull comps for you or, you know, you know, however you've got to do it, try and pull your data from the MLS. It's so important. And this particular property, I would have zero problems. No problems at all putting this out there for 209. Um, like I said, super competitive pricing. If I if I have good finishes and um and uh put out a quality product, I have no doubt that I'll get 209 for this thing. No problem. So there it is. Um let's see here. Let's see if we've got anybody asking any questions. I've got no questions right now. Anybody have any questions? Anyone, anyone? All right, we have no questions. Going once, twice. All right, done. Okay, so we're only 30 minutes in. That's how we pull comps. Let's, let's review real fast. Let me uh, go ahead and I'm gonna stop sharing. Let's review. Comparables. Your comparables are gonna be a nice, tight group. You want no, You want to start out with, um, I like property. So if it's residential single family, it's residential single family. We're not going to be comparing, you know, know, you're not going to try and compare uh, a multifamily or, you know, a duplex or something like that with a single family. It's gotta be a like property. So single families, uh, beds, baths should match um, residential, nice tight group within a quarter mile. You should be able to find those in this market today you should be able to f- have no problem finding a nice tight uh, group um, i will i will throw a caveat out there if you are in a rural area or you are um or you just so happen that you have such a super hot area that uh, uh, you know that nothing is available and you and you can't you can't find any comps for it probably doesn't make sense if it's a super hot area there's going to be plenty of comps but let's just stick with you if you're in a rural area if you're in an area outside of kind of a, what we would consider no, a normal metropolitan area um, the question you're the question that I get a lot is well how do I count those properties that are maybe maybe they're on it's on a, a really large lot you know um, You really don't have a whole lot to go off of at that point so really your only option is to expand that that geographical area that's really your only option start with start with expanding the geographical area at least you'll get an idea don't change the dates don't change the the period that you are uh, pulling comps for so still go back six months but just open that area up and if you still don't have good comps in that area then you can go ahead and go back maybe another six months, jump back six months at a time. Um, that is how you're going to pull those, those more, um, those more rural comps. Uh, so quarter month, start with a quarter mile, 180 days back. I like to see, uh, active listings. I like to see actives, uh, under contract. I like to see solds and on occasion, you know, if we have, um, maybe we're in a different type of market where, um, you know, maybe where the housing, uh, uh, purchases have slowed down. Uh, then I might pull expires. I want to see kind of what's expires, but it takes all of this data, uh, to be able to get a good feel in a, in a, a, um, a, a good, um, projected outlook for, uh, for the property that you're thinking about purchasing. Uh, and you should take your time and do this. This should be a, um, this should be a very accurate number that you come up with on ARB. And you should you should have no problem if you were, let's say you're a wholesaler and you wanna flip this property, you should have no problems sending out this data to your buyers. You know, if you are, if you're stretching it, uh, you know, if you're, if you're expanding that geographical area, but you have six or seven really good comps in that tight area and you go outside of that, that's an instant red flag instant red flag to your buyers. Um, this should be an instant red flag to those of you who are purchasing from wholesalers, um, that they might be stretching the truth a little bit about the actual value of that property. So uh, nice tight group, whether you are wholesaling it or whether you're, you're buying it, you know, directly from the seller or, or from a wholesaler, doesn't matter you want that group to be as tight as you can possibly get it. All right, folks. Uh, I think that's going to be it for today. Uh, Short and sweet, nice, quick, uh, nice, quick video. If you have any questions, please go ahead and uh, post those in the, uh, in this post down below this video. Um, If you're watching this off of YouTube or, uh, or the Facebook group, go ahead and um, jump over to community.sub2empire.com. That's sub the number two empire.com. And, um, also, when I post this in the Facebook group, you're welcome to leave comments there, although those uh, those take a little bit longer to get to. All right, that's all I got. Take care. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.